It's not the tinnitus that's driving me crazy. It's the crazy stories I'm telling myself. About the tinnitus, yes. About the tinnitus. Yeah. And this is where you have three options. You can just say, okay, I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to drown out my tinnitus by listening to things all day, by working really hard, by uh, not yeah. bothering, by drinking myself to sleep, whatever it may be. That's the running away. You yep. can fight it. You can be like, I hate you, tinnitus, and I'm going to now try to fix you. And I'm going to go to all these doctors and I'm going to do all these things and I'm going to try to solve it. Yep. Or the number, number three, this is the third option, is you can lean into it. You can move towards it. And what does that look like? This looks like uh, having a relationship with somebody that you truly care about. And if you can picture yourself truly caring about that which you're experiencing through your tinnitus, all of a sudden, on the other side, you're going to meet the most important person in the world, and that is you, the true, the true you. Nice, beautiful. And there, there is no ringing. There is no, uh, there is no sound that bothers you. Hello and welcome back to the Outering Tinnitus podcast. Like you heard in the introduction, that was the voice from Carl Paoli. Carl is a California-based New York Times best-selling author who teaches people to become physically, mentally, and emotionally fit. So he's not only a movement coach, he's also a coach of how to translate physical movement into emotional well-being as well. And Carl shares his story with tinnitus and it was overall just an amazing pleasure to be talking to him, um, to having him share so many beautiful anecdotes around his life with tinnitus and how that translates into uh, you being able to adopt some strategies for yourself. But before we get into the episode with Carl, I would like to invite you guys to uh, follow me on Patreon, become Patreon subscribers. I have weekly tactical 10-minute videos on Patreon that will help you transform your struggle with tinnitus and that will help you to go from anxiety and despair to living your best life despite tinnitus. So check out patreon.com slash tinnitus and you will also be able to see the video edit of uh, Carl and my conversation among with many, many other tools and resources such as the tinnitus diary and tinnitus evaluation forms but of course not limited to the diary but there's many other resources like my 10 minute video on how you can get the best out of your day with tinnitus ride the wave of tinnitus throughout the day uh, that was the video of uh, this week's episode on patreon um, if you need some more individual support of putting the practices into action then i'm very happy if you fill in an application for one of the few coaching spots that i have open every month and um, you can do that on the outring tinnitus.com and you'll find all uh, helpful resources such as the tinnitus emergency guide there as well so thank you very much i hope you really enjoy the episode with carl the new york times best-selling author on his journey with tinnitus and uh, what you what tips and tricks you can use to build your best life despite tinnitus thank you very much and enjoy the episode Hello and welcome to the Outering Tinnitus podcast. This is Frida and I'm your host. This podcast is all about the tinnitus science and what you can do to live a better life despite the ringing. Yeah, welcome everyone back to the Outering Tinnitus podcast. Um, I'm very, very honored and happy to have uh, Carl here from, uh, the, and this is a very bad pun, California, right? 
<laughs> there you go. <laughs> California. No, uh, thanks, thanks for joining, Carl. Um, um, it's it's great that you that you're on here. You are um, a New York Times uh, bestseller author, um, a uh, movement coach of how I understand it. But please uh, tell us a little bit more. Um, and you also experience sinuses, right? That's correct. Yeah, uh, all of those things are true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I did my research. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Movement coach. Uh, I, I, I used to um, coach gymnastics. Well, I did gymnastics growing up. I coached gymnastics. Then I got into the fitness uh, industry as a, as a personal trainer. And, and then I realized that when I got into personal training, how, how valuable the, the, the foundation of gymnastics was. And I carried that into my strength and conditioning practice. And then I found CrossFit and in CrossFit, they have a section which is dedicated to gymnastics and there my, my expertise applied. And my whole thesis was that uh, it wasn't about the, the specifics of a technique or a practice, but rather its ability to transcend uh, the specifics and the method. And, and that's where the language of movement comes into play. And I've been coaching movement, uh, helping people understand the language of human movement and how that relates not only to the body, but also to the mind and especially to our emotional fitness, which is our ability to apply uh, that which we are experiencing in every single uh, moment. So that's really what, what I do. And, and Tinnitus uh, arrived uh, on August 9th of 2019 after I returned from uh, a great trip, an inspiring trip actually to uh, Romania and then to Sweden uh, to celebrate my, my mother's birthday. And uh, I woke up on a Saturday morning with a ringing in my left ear and I, I thought, oh, maybe something from the plane or um, it's just a, a little thing. It's, it, I, I didn't really think about it too much, but I went into the kitchen and I was uh, making myself some, some breakfast and some coffee and it was still there. And uh, it remained there for uh, the rest of the day. And uh, I thought, well, it will go away tomorrow. And the next morning I woke up and it still was there. And the more the days went on, the more obsessed I became. And all of a sudden tinnitus or tinnitus uh, was, uh, yeah, uh, something that I was uh, fighting with. And I was really... Uh, scared of it. And it was frustrating. And I did the whole uh, thing of going to look for doctors and uh, advice. And I got absolutely zero. And uh, it was very frustrating and uh, very disappointing. But uh, it led me to some wonderful things that I hope to talk to you about today. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Um, actually, I just uh, had a very similar, I, I, I have a coaching client from uh, California right now as well, and I'm working with her. Um, and she described exactly the same, going to doctors who are way out of her insurance network and coming back with just literally absolutely nothing. And um, I, I always think like if that doctor charges uh, for my whole coaching month um, in half an hour consultation for what, what I do in working with people for four weeks, four sessions, one-on-one, um, then something is wrong in our system. But um, I'm, I'm inspired. I'm inspired, man. I'm inspired by this is something that might be missing for me. So in future, I might um, 
uh, come back to you and, and and ask you for for advice on my movement because I'm I'm someone who's sitting on that desk the whole day and then I do running and then I do some CrossFit exercises. So I do my pull-ups, I do my push-ups, I do my sit-ups. But what I'm missing, and I'm definitely missing that. So I do some yoga as well, but I want to get some continuity in my movement. So I'm very inspired about that. I I love the uh, Huberman podcast, Huberman Lab podcast. And he yep. always says like how it's so important to get back into your body when you're struggling mentally. And tinnitus is definitely a mental struggle. Mm -hmm. So I, I would love to, like, I'm so excited to hear everything that you have to share with in relation to, to tinnitus and your, your, your story. Yeah, um, for sure. I mean, uh, tinnitus is... Uh... It's a loss of one's identity. All of a sudden you think I'm never going to be who I used to be. Uh, what, I, what I was able to experience before, I'm never going to be able to experience again. So you, you really start to experience a, a deep sense of loss. And as you are losing yourself in uh, that which you think is happening to you, what ends up happening is that you start to drive yourself absolutely crazy. And yeah. you don't only become mentally crazy, but you also become emotionally unstable and the emotional instability leads to physical uh, pain and discomfort and suffering. Yeah. And uh, to me, it came to a point where I was sitting in a hotel in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, one night. Um, getting ready to teach a seminar the next day. And the tinnitus was so um, aggressive that night. It was so loud. It was so uncomfortable. And I felt so alone that I, I was having a breakdown. And I thought to myself in that moment, well, the only option I have right now is to run away, <laughs> which I couldn't do because it was following me, or to sit with it. And I decided to do what I usually do when I'm stressed, which is to sit down and, and meditate. And for some reason that day when I meditated, um, something changed. And what changed was that I became an observer of the tinnitus, the ringing. Uh, and I realized that the ringing was simply there. It wasn't who I was. It wasn't um, hurting me. It wasn't... Uh, changing uh, who I am at the most fundamental level. And there was a moment there where I was able to see that uh, tinnitus was not, um, was not going to affect me negatively. In fact, it could be something positive if I chose to work with it. And after that day, I decided that meditation would become one of the most fundamental practices for me. So I started meditating morning and evening, and um, I started learning more about meditation, which I had been doing for years, but I never had become a practitioner. And one of the things that I started doing was I started using my tinnitus, the ringing, as um, the uh, almost like a, a, like a frequency or yeah uh, or like the uh, when you hear a, a bell ringing a, yeah. a <sighs> way of establishing the focus yeah 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 and what started coming up for me was that i could hear i could listen i could even see through the ringing and this may sound crazy to those who are listening but basically what it became was a foundation uh, a cup, uh, a, a space where I could um, be with myself. And in that space, within the tinnitus, within the ringing, there was silence. 
And that started to slowly translate into uh, the rest of my days. That is a truly inspiring story. And I wish I could say that um, I could uh, teach and help people in an instance with uh, one transcending, uh, transcending a meditation session, um, what you did in that uh, one sitting. Um, but yes, in essence, I have found exactly similar concepts, maybe in a different way, um, exactly accessible to everyone, right? So uh, I talked to you about the coaching session with a, with a, with a lady from, from California earlier on as well. And she, you know, when people ask me like, so do you think I will be able to do this as well? Do you think I will be able to relate to tinnitus in that way as well? I'm like, yes, absolutely, 100%. Everyone is. Our brains are based on the same neurophysiological mechanisms. We all can experience that. And actually, funny enough, but I told her early on about my experiencing of silence. So I'm deaf on one ear completely. I could actually leave this out as well. And on the other ear, you've seen my hearing aid taking out uh, earlier on, mm -hmm. and I have a severe tinnitus. So if I choose to focus on it, it's fully there, very present, very loud. But I told her as well, I still have my moments of silence. So I also do a 10-minute meditation every day. I love the Waking Up app by Sam Harris. Um, this is an ad-free podcast, right? Like, so I'm not do getting anything from this. Just saying, I just, I, 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 like the stuff that I use and that I love, I share that with people. And that's, I think, absolutely acceptable. So mm -hmm. I, 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 I feel that I also find my space of quiet yeah, it's a, of course a different quiet than what you experience when you do not have tinnitus, of course, but it can be the same concept of quiet. It can be the same concept of at ease, at peace, in hormonal balance, in, in balance with your body and with your mind. And you can experience exactly the same as someone who is experiencing uh, no tinnitus at all. So I, I can completely relate to that, but it's of course a very inspiring uh, story that you shared and it goes even further of you creating or using tinnitus as an anchor to get depth in your meditation practice, which um, I honestly cannot say that I'm there there yet. And it's not been a focus for me so much because I haven't been burdened so much by it, but it's a, a very, very inspiring. Have you, have you gotten other insights by meditating on your tinnitus as well? Is there something that... How did your tinnitus change in relation to that over the time maybe as well? Or? Yeah, I realized that silence uh, doesn't exist in right. the universe. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's so something true. That we, yeah, it's a, it's a perception of silence and it's yeah. a spectrum. And one of the things that I've uh, benefited from tinnitus is that now I am more sensitive to sound and that um, uh, I'm able to... Uh, notice new sounds. Hmm. And as I notice these new sounds, instead of obsessing with them, simply saying, oh, there you are, a new sound. Thank you for showing me. And I, and I simply do that. I say, thank you for showing me that that sound is there. I'm so glad I am aware. And the more aware I become, the more space I have. The more space I have, the less reactive I become. And the more I say, oh, this is just a passing moment. The other insight that I've gained is that my, my ringing in the ear is like a gauge. It tells me you're a little stressed or mm. you're very calm. When I'm stressed, the tinnitus rings a little bit louder. And I say, oh, there it is. What am I not focusing on? Yeah. What, am I, what am I focusing on that is causing this? Right. Oh, I'm moving too fast. I'm working too many hours. I'm not sleeping as well as I, as I, as I could. I'm not eating uh, consistently. I'm not staying hydrated. I am right. not training in a way that makes my body feel good. Uh, it's telling me what to do. 
So yeah. the tinnitus is also a great gauge of how your nervous system mm. is doing. And your nervous system is supposed to be activated and it's supposed to be deactivated or supposed to be aroused and then come up and down. And being able to ride these waves in a healthy way, in a way that uh, matches not only our 24 hour cycle, but maybe our old trading rhythms, which happen every 110 minutes, helps you realize oh this is a is a is a time for me to focus this is a time for me to rest and recover so it's it's been a great way to uh uh, check in with myself without me having to deliberately do it the tinnitus does it for me and the more i become aware of this the less the tinnitus has to tell me i am aware and the tinnitus disappears and the the other thing i'm going to say and this is the, the the last thing for now is um that there are times where the tinnitus is totally gone and uh, wow. I am now uh, not, not as much as I, I was maybe a year ago, but a year ago, maybe I was so identified with my tinnitus that I would look for the tinnitus. Is it there? Is it there? There it is. Okay, great. You're back. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> it had disappeared completely and I, I fetched it back. So uh, we also have to be careful with that. We, we become identified with, yeah, uh, yeah a condition. Right. I, I, I can truly say that all of this, um, what you say makes so much sense. And it's, it, it's great that you, that you're sharing this in such a, such an open way. So thank you so much for that. Um, I, I truly can say that, for example, the core principles and basis, and this is uh, scientifically proven as well, of acceptance of commitment therapy, or for example, instead of pushing away what's, what's, what's coming, right? And, and tinnitus is something you experience it, we all experience it, I experience it. Uh, all the people I'm working with experience it. It's something that whenever you push it away, it comes back even harder. So the anxiety gets bigger. You avoid it. It it comes creeping back in and probably at the worst moment, especially, for example, when you go to sleep in the evening. So you yeah, can mask you're, it You're already day. expecting it. Exactly. Yeah. So either, either you're already expecting it or you have done so much uh, during the day to distract yourself in the evening you lay down, it comes back with full force. So mm-hmm. being in the moment of really uh, transforming the way you sit or lie or are with your tinnitus in existence is the first step in grounding your nervous system, right? In stopping the adrenaline and cortisol and the stress hormone release, therefore signaling your body. And this is much less beautiful than you described it, right? Because you you had a great story around this, but this is the, the core scientific principles of, of how this really works. And another thing that I wanted to say is so important as well of knowing how to ride your ups and downs throughout the day. And people who got upset about their tinnitus being louder in the afternoon, maybe after lunch or something, uh, the tiredness that comes with the, the rhythm, right, can create the next problem, right? So if we do understand like, oh, God, my tinnitus is probably going to get uh, louder in the afternoon. And oh, my God, I don't know if I'll be able to make this meeting. And you know, the distress it causes further heightens your arousal, the release of all the stress hormones. So when you naturally know that, oh, maybe as soon as I get a little tired, my tinnitus will be higher as well, then you have a natural cause for it. I also tell people, well, if you do know that a beer causes your tinnitus to spike, you have two options, not to drink the beer or to consciously drink the beer and say, whatever, it's going to be better afterwards again. So I I consciously chose to drink the beer because I know it will go down afterwards again. Like my body will reestablish homeostasis eventually. Exactly. Um, Exactly. Beautifully said. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's it's really great. Would you? Uh, and this is something maybe um, that I think would be very very uh, me personally curious about. Um, how um, sort of like holistic movement i mean a lot of people also suffer from somatic tinnitus right so tinnitus from neck and jaw and shoulder problems is there something that you have experienced i mean because this is your i guess still primary uh, area of expertise that that maybe could help the people or that you you've learned about how to move with your body for tinnitus yeah 100 uh movement uh like you're saying a somatic experience is is a physical experience and um any uh physical or emotional trauma can get stored in our bodies and one of those uh traumas can be expressed in in the form of ringing in your ears and uh this is something that through movement you can definitely address and there are a couple things to to think about number one is accessing movement through breathing so breath work is extremely powerful. Uh, one thing to uh, keep in mind is that simply by breathing through your nose, you can, you can enter into a state of some balance uh, that is uh, making you more effective and efficient at utilizing not only the oxygen that exists in your blood, but the, um, the molecule that signals you to breathe, which is CO2, uh, in a way that instead of causing stress, allows you to notice that you're stressed. And with the noticing, uh, allowing you to make a better decision, I'm not going to have the beer, or now I'm going to actually rest. I'm going to put down the work for 10, 20 minutes. I'm going to sit down and meditate. I'm going to call a friend. I'm going to write in my journal. I, I'm going to do something that is restorative. So um, that could be number one, breath work. Number two, accessing the spine. And accessing the spine is simply moving the spine. This can be uh, doing neck movement, very basic uh, flexion extension, rotations, small circles, opening up and closing the thoracic or upper back in order to create a little bit of a wave. Uh, it can be as simple as lying down on your back, turning over onto your belly and vice versa to create some activity around the spine. When you move the spine, you are also signaling to the nervous system that uh, there is either time to act or time to rest. And this is what you can notice by uh, working with the spine. Are you starting to feel sleepy and tired or are you starting to get more activated? Whatever it's signaling, allowing yourself to go there. And why is this important? Well, because this allows you to take what has been stored in your body has been kind of uh, caught in your body. It allows you to move it through. And then you have uh, going out for a walk. Walking is extremely powerful. Uh, it's super simple uh, and it, it, it yields a lot of benefits because it moves your spine and moves every single uh, main joint in your body in a way that is low impact, uh, but is mobilizing you. And then maybe what you need is to uh, get under some heavy load, maybe doing something that is like a squat or a push-up or a deadlift with something that is heavy, of course, doing it in a safe way, but doing it in a way where you have to really <clears throat> dig yeah. in yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. get into a state where your body goes into peak tension. Right. And that peak tension creating a spike that when recovering is going to bring you into the Even opposite state of that. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. levels back up into homeostasis like you were talking about yeah. earlier. Yeah. And, and these peaks, these exaggerations of our nervous system are great ways of snapping us out of um, 
Yeah. Uh, maybe having a, a moment where we're neurotic about our tinnitus or where we're really perceiving it uh, loudly. This allows you to uh, shock the system in a positive way and then come back to a state of normalcy. Yeah. Come back into your body. Go back yeah. to, yeah. 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 It's extremely powerful what we can do by moving our bodies, right? Like I sometimes tend to forget that, but I'm someone like when I was younger, I used to do cycling races and, you know, after school going training three, four, five hours and stuff like that. And now that I'm working so much on the computer, if I forget to move, like it will manifest, like I will be like, what's wrong? And my wife will just be like, you know what, just do some pull-ups or something like that. You know, like you, you'll be better afterward. Just do something or use the mm -hmm. kettlebell, do some kettlebell swings or something like that. Just lift some stuff, man. And exactly. <laughs> And, exactly. and you'll come back to your body, right? And then afterwards, you're like, wow, this is crazy. How, am I be how, have, how have I been behaving the last two hours? Um, and I should have just simply done something to come back into my body and really address the problem from another angle. And we're all guilty of that, right? We're all human beings. We can't, we can't ever be, be perfect and always know that. And it's always going to be a continuous learning process for us, I guess. And mm -hmm. something that I'm personally very interested um, in, it, what would you recommend? Because you talked about uh, riding the wave and looking at when you do specific exercises. Can you recommend something? What is the what is the best that you could recommend for someone to to not, for example, obstruct sleep? Or when were the best times to to do uh, uh, some exercising? And well, um, <laughs> this depends. But uh, yeah. I, I I'm going to take it through the back door. Okay, we're going to go through the yeah. back door. Okay, yeah. so uh, a great way of accessing awareness in when you are doing things is by keeping a journal. So um, mm. in the morning, for example, as you wake up, uh, whatever you may be experiencing, just to write a few uh, lines about it. And this can be you're sharing a dream or you're sharing your annoyance at waking up to tinnitus, or it can be um, something else that is bothering you or something that you're feeling really good about, just expressing yourself. Yeah. And then noticing how after you've expressed yourself, which is uh, what I call closing your mental tabs. Yeah. So uh, like on your computer, if you have a lot of tabs right. open, you're going to be distracted by closing those mental tabs. Now saying, okay, what am I going to choose to do? Well, maybe right now what I'm going to choose to do is to get ready to go to work. Okay. At least I am choosing in a way where I'm aware. Right. I'm deliberately choosing. And in the moment of deliberately choosing, noticing what your body is experiencing. Are you feeling tired? Are you craving coffee right now? Or are you feel, starting to feel energized? If you're feeling tired, you're probably in the lower state of the wave that you go through, uh, through what, what we would call an ultradian rhythm, which is uh, 90 minutes of activation, and then 20 minutes of recovery, rest and recovery, and you going through the cycles uh, throughout the day. You're probably in a dip. But if you're feeling energized, that means that you're starting to ride up into the 90 minute window that you have of activity. Becoming aware of this uh, is extremely powerful. And then noticing when you begin to dip, and noticing that around the one hour, the 90 minutes, you start to dip. And there, choosing to shift gears into, I have to schedule a break. Mm. I'm going to sit down and do something. I'm going to move a little bit. I'm maybe going to take a nap. Mm. But, but giving yourself that window. And here, noticing uh, how you behave. 
And what does this mean? Well, this means that uh, maybe you uh, have told somebody that you were going to do something for them in that moment, but you know that you're in a dip. Uh, being able to say, hey, I know I told you I was going to do this, but right now I need 20 minutes. Is it okay if I uh, come afterwards? Sure, no problem. And all of a sudden realizing that you're beginning to advocate for yourself. For yourself, yeah. And when you begin to advocate for yourself, what you're really doing is you're healing. And nice. in the process of healing, what you're really doing is you're becoming more whole. What is yeah. being more whole? More whole be, means being more aware, more complete, more yourself. And where does the journal come into play? Well, in this moment, you can write down, wow, I said, uh, can I come later? I gave myself some rest and I feel better. I like and I probably get more done afterwards as well, right? Yes, yeah. we, you become more effective and efficient. You become more productive. And happier. Is, yeah, well, yeah, that's the byproduct. <laughs> the byproduct is that you feel a sense of fulfillment. And this is kind of like the story of the, uh, the, the, the person who was um, hired to um, uh, do forestry and, and was supposed to uh, uh, chop down all these trees and work with wood and um, spent all this time working and no resting and mm. eventually realizing that the, the ax that he was using uh, became dull and no longer chopped the wood properly. And mm. that those who were recovering and sharpening the ax were the ones who were able to be more productive. So it goes back to this. And tinnitus is, uh, is, is an expression, a physical expression of dullness. You're not sharp, you're not clear, you're foggy, you're slow, you're depressed. And this is where the, the recovery part has to come in. The sharpening of the ax has to come into play. And it happens by noticing the cycles and then keeping a record of them. The journal yeah. is the record. And yeah. that record is a physical manifestation that is showing you exactly what you're experiencing that you can go back to revisit and say, ah, the this is when it happened. Yeah, the record doesn't lie. Right. And now right. I can choose next time I'm feeling a certain way to behave in the way that I recorded and I have evidence uh, that works. I'm a, I'm a very, very big advocate of um, uh, journals or uh, in my way, what I do is I give people an evaluation form that relates to tinnitus. Um, based on models of CBT, so a little bit of cognitive behavioral th therapy. So uh, literally creating distance through evaluating, right? So if you do an evaluation for seven days and it's like, my tinnitus was crazy, I can't deal with this. My tinnitus was crazy, I can't deal with this. My tinnitus was crazy. You, you, yeah, you know, seven days of that, you know? And then on the eighth day, you're probably like, wow, looking back at the last seven days, it seems like my tinnitus has been so crazy and I, I thought that I couldn't deal with it. But look, it's the eighth day. I have dealt with it. And um, for some reason, I start to be able to, yeah, you know, differentiate myself from this thought. So I start to not identify myself with the thought any longer, right? Because the, the biggest problem that we have is often, and this is so valuable that you talk about it, how to be really be aware, not only when the tennis is bothering you, but pretty much in any moment in your life in order to ex access your, your true potential and really access, you know, if you are better, then of course you will treat your family better. You will treat your coworkers better. You will treat everyone around you better. The world will be a better place. We probably would have less wars if people were well-rested, um, 
uh, uh, sleeping better, feeling better, and uh, we would probably have a lot less less problems in this world if people were accessing more through what that is in very every very moment. So through these surveys, um, recognizing that there is in fact not you as identification of this thought may be tinnitus or anything else that's going on that's bothering you, or even the positive side, right? You talked about it like being identified by something, even if it if it is positive, is not probably a long-lasting thing. It's equally, it's equally mm-hmm. something that appears as a construct of thought, right? So, so, so through the axis of the moment, and I always say it's a bit difficult to get this into a concept, right? Because some people will maybe say like, okay, I'm not spiritual. I, I don't really believe in, in, in religion or something like that, but it doesn't really have to do so much with religion, right? Does it? it it's, it's something that is a practice of noticing whatever you're experiencing. So giving yourself the permission to also notice your, you living, right? Living in every single moment, being conscious of what's there for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And this has nothing to do with um, spirituality or religion. This, this, this has simply uh, has to do with uh, coherence. And it's coherence between that which you're thinking, the story you're telling yourself, that right. which you are feeling, the emotions that are coming up, and that which you're experiencing in your body physically. And when that which you are thinking, that which you are feeling, and that which you're experiencing in your body is in alignment, is in coherence, Mm -hmm. you feel good. Tinnitus can be, uh, like I was uh, saying earlier, uh, a guide for telling you what you need. Listen to it. It's telling you to listen. Listen. And what comes up? And you'll see, oh, my goodness. It's not the tinnitus that's driving me crazy. It's the crazy stories I'm telling myself. About the tinnitus, yes. About the tinnitus. And this is where you have three options. You can uh, move away. You can just say, okay, I'm going to ignore it. I'm going to drown out my tinnitus by listening to things all day, by working really hard, by uh, not bothering, by drinking myself to sleep, whatever it may be. That's the running away. You can fight it. You can be like, I hate you tinnitus and I'm going to now try to fix you and I'm going to go to all these doctors and I'm going to do all these things and I'm going to try to solve it by- um, uh, Putting energy uh, into it. Yeah, putting energy into it. Yeah. Or the number th- number three, this is the third option, is you can lean into it. You can move towards it. And what does that look like? This looks like uh, having a relationship with somebody that you truly care about. And if you can picture yourself truly caring about that which you're experiencing through your tinnitus, all of a sudden on the other side, you're going to meet the most important person in the world. And that is you, the true, the true you. Nice, beautiful. And there... There is no ringing. There is no, uh, there is no sound that bothers you. There yeah. are no crazy stories. There yeah. is just what you could call truth. Right. And uh, this may sound a little woo-woo and a little out there, but when you experience it, you go, ah, th- yes. You get that sense of calm back that you, are, yes. that you were wishing for for so long. Yes. And it's there and available for everybody. Yeah. And there are many ways of accessing it. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the part that if anything, uh, anybody who's experiencing tinnitus should know is that that is available for you. Yeah. 100%.
I, yeah. I 100% agree. And it's, it's, it's beautiful how you frame it. It's almost like you can really see that you have written a book and that you know how to express yourself. <laughs> that is very, very, so English is not my mother tongue. So uh, I'm not, not as able to, to use the, the prosaic style of expressing <laughs> it in this way, but it's, it's beautiful. It's uh, I think the listeners to this podcast will, will enjoy this, uh, this episode probably a lot. So um, thank you so much for sharing these concepts. I, I, I think that, you know, um, the energy expenditure with tinnitus is so high that some people experience so much additional discomfort, not by tinnitus itself, not by the original sound that tinnitus manifests and produces, um, uh, uh, but this is all, in, the, in my opinion, then called amplified pain. So the pain that you create through uh, pushing and pulling and trying to solve it and trying to find a cure and then it not working, the ENT telling you it doesn't work, the audiologist saying like, oh yeah, we can fit you some $3,000 masking hearing aids, but then it's basically like being at the beach the whole time and uh, well, the more beneficial option would just simply be able to sit with it and get mm-hmm. and transform it in that way. But uh, uh, similarly, the problem for those people is often I, I and, and I find is that th- there are often underlying things as well, right? So sometimes there are things that uh, of unhappiness or things that have haven't been addressed in their life yet. So it's a combination of things. And that way, um, I as a coach can try to ask the right question to nudge people into a different direction. But of course, like, you know, if there are underlying things that probably, you know, in my, in my story, um, for example, it was my role of purpose, which I'm finding little by little in working with people who have tinnitus because I'm so much severely affected by hearing disorder. So this is something that I am able to access as my purpose in my life, or I'm choosing as my purpose in my life. But for other people, it might be a little bit more different and and more difficult. If you, if you share this opinion, or if you believe in this at some, in some kind of way, could you, could you share something, how one could access that? Because I, I feel like um, you have so much wisdom in you from, from this perspective. So maybe you have a, have a say about uh, this opinion as well. Yeah, my 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 take on it is is pretty simple. Purpose is the foundation. Purpose is the line that establishes what we could call homeostasis. It's the baseline. Mm. Life is like a roller coaster. It goes up and down and up and down. So it's remembering the purpose that allows you to come back to baseline. Mm. So, for example, if uh, tinnitus has um, shown you that you have a lot of negative self-talk the purpose is maybe to identify to find positive self-talk and how can you get there well maybe you can start with something as simple as being grateful wow i'm so grateful for my body all of those parts that function well yeah i'm so grateful for my family i'm so grateful for my parents i'm so grateful for my uh kids i'm so grateful for uh the food that i get to eat i'm so grateful i get to go to work i'm so grateful i'm even here i'm, Alive. I'm so grateful i'm breathing wow yeah. wow and also wow <laughs> you, you you start to become really in awe of the most basic stuff but that requires some purpose and the more yeah. that you start to identify purpose in your life um the more you create direction Mm. Um, somebody by the name of Thomas Carlyle, which is a very famous author, said that uh, life without a purpose is like a ship without a rudder. Mm. You just yeah, go everywhere, just nowhere. Go, 
could go everywhere. So purpose is our rudder. It's, it's our steering wheel. It allows us to create direction. And a way to identify purpose um, is by identifying that which you love. And this can be anything. Conversation. I love having this conversation with you. Wow, this is great. I love this. I, I, I love uh, working out or I love uh, going out into nature, whatever you love, identify that. Then identify that which you are skilled at. Maybe you're skilled at coaching people to navigate something like uh, hearing loss or tinnitus or uh, aches and pains or uh, relationships or something else, whatever your skill set is, identify that. Then start to identify where you create exchanges of value, where you bring, where you contribute value. And then finally, identify what you believe the world needs more of, what your community needs more of, your family needs more of, what you need more of. Do you need more time? Do you need more money? Do you need, what do you need more of? What do you really believe you need more of? And when you have what you love, what you, when you have what you love, when you have that what you do uh, well, that which you also do in exchange for value and that which you believe the world needs more of, you start to see that there's a theme. And in this theme, by using this theme, you can ask yourself a few questions. What do you do? Who do you do it for? What do they need? What do the people that you do what you do for need? And then when they get their needs met, what impact do you make? What changes do you make? And when you know that, now you can have a mission statement, a purpose statement. And that purpose statement is the baseline. And the practice for you is to remember that purpose every day. And when you remember it, you say, ah, this is why I'm choosing to do what I do. This is what I'm supposed to be doing in this moment. Oh, tinnitus is coming up. I am deviating from my purpose. How can I get back to it? Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very much in line with what you're, you're, you're sharing about purpose and um, it assisting in the process. I, I think the big difficulty is also, you know, and I, um, I'm truly sorry for those people. Um, and I wish I, 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 some of them would be more accessible, right? I, I get ranting comments as well. And I don't know if you've experienced that as well, but um, me, for me, it's difficult because I, sometimes in a community, I get people like, what are you doing? Doesn't make any sense. Give me a cure. I don't want this. And people are so bitter. So I'm trying to tell them, you know what, if you, if you don't want to hear me out, if you don't want to look at what I'm trying to provide in, in helping people in accessing um, a different way to tinnitus while there is no cure or while there are uh, treatments like um, a neuromodulation devices that cost $3,000 and for some people only make it worse. Um, you know, so, so for me, sometimes that is, that is tricky and difficult to access these people, but sometimes these people, the struggle with tinnitus keeps them alive. So they are leaders in the forums, they are leaders in the community and their struggle with their tinnitus keeps them alive, which is, you know, bad and sad because probably they would be much better at a different area in life. Maybe they would be bringing um, uh, uh, happy faces in working with children or whatever they, they would chose to choose to do. Right. But um, I, I see that these people, they sometimes they stuck because tinnitus becomes that mission statement, you know, mm -hmm. tinnitus itself becomes that mission statement while tinnitus should be a, in the best way, a stimulus that sometimes, you know, like everyone can have an annoying day and maybe you, can get into that whether you always relate to tinnitus in that very helpful way um, or sometimes maybe it's also a bother for me certainly sometimes i get a spike every few months and then for half an hour i'm like oh 
But even then I choose to sit and meditate, even when I have a spike, because I choose to be with that instead of pushing it out and say like, okay, let me put on some rain sounds or ocean sounds. No, I sit down, I meditate. And I'm like, okay, what's going on right now? And mm -hmm. often that grounds my nervous system enough. So the spike goes down back to the normal base level. But um, I experience that it's extremely difficult sometimes to, to get that initial helper so if someone asks you like how can i improve my movement how can i how can i get started how can i motivate myself so of course it helps when you tell them like you know what go back to your mission and once you identified your mission and you know your purpose you get the drive to literally maybe do anything but you know how can we get people on board i i feel like you have so much value and so much so many things i could be talking with you about but like how can we get people started you know yeah, this is a very challenging one because those who want to help, like you and myself, uh, we also have a need for control sometimes. Yeah. We have a need to, come on, can't you see that this can help you? Come on, let's mm. do it. And you can't force anybody. So the only thing that you can do really is to model a behavior, a lifestyle that um, is prone to producing positive outcomes and letting go of how people interact with it. And this is the challenging part when you know that there is a solution that is positive. And, and what does this look like? Well, this looks like saying, okay, anybody who is here talking to me, whether it's positive or negative, is choosing in some way, whether they're aware of it or not, to engage with me. If their perspective is one of limited mindset, it is not my job to unlimit that mindset unless I ask for permission and they say yes, or mm. they ask for help. Yeah. So that's, that's, the, that's, the first, that's the first part. And that's a very challenging one. And the second one is realizing that we all must take full responsibility of everything that is happening to us, even that which um, is out of our control. And when we can take full responsibility and full ownership, which can be a hard concept to grasp right now uh, for some listeners, something happens. And that is that we have nothing to lose. And when you have nothing to lose, it doesn't matter if you have tinnitus or if you have uh, something very um, uh, traumatic happen to you because you know that this is how it is right now. And the only way to deal with it is to sit with it, work with it, work through it. And this doesn't take away from it being challenging or uh, painful or uncomfortable or um, evoking strong emotions. All it's saying is that this too shall pass if you are willing to Experience. participate, right? Yeah. Experience it. And I think that's what this life is all about. It's about experiences that are showing us something that we need to learn. And when we choose to fully learn it with an open heart, with an open mind, we make meaningful change. And we reap the benefits. Mm -hmm. And the, yeah, the benefits are the byproduct. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the beauty of this is that uh, when you start to think about tinnitus, um, healing tinnitus as uh, the tinnitus going away, you're never going to achieve it. A and B, your negative <laughs> mindset and all your underlying problems are still there, right? Yes. So, so you, yes. you still get up in the morning and you're disappointed about not getting this or not getting that. And you still mm -hmm. haven't learned the practice of being grateful for simply being alive. 
So one of the features that I love from the waking up app is these little notifications that they send you, these reminders. And it's like, think about it this way. You're not dead right now. And I just like, you know, I was walking in the in the gardens. This is like a small anecdote from a month back. And it was, in, it was in the evening and I was so stressed. My head was everywhere about jobs, about clients, about things and this and that. And I was like, oh my God. And then ping, get my phone out. And I'm like, I was like another work thing. So I was like <laughs> oh, getting the phone out, habitual response. And then it's like, think about it this way. You're not dead. And right then and there, my whole experience transformed. I, I mean, literally, I went into like looking at the trees, looking at the birds, turning off my phone. And I was like, holy mm. cow. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, going from here, like 100% absolute craziness to going like, holy cow, like, look at how beautiful these trees are, how the birds mm-hmm. are singing. Look at what you're missing out on here. Like, and, and I know this might sound like weird to some people because yeah. <laughs> they haven't accessed it before, you know, but it can be like that. So it, it, it sometimes it, it, it only takes one little trigger or someone going in between and saying like, hello, are you there? Are you awake? Are you still with yourself basically? Because we get so lost in thought. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this is just something that I that I wanted to share because I I, I thought it was Wonderful. so so inspiring what you what what you said right now and that, that that's something that happened to me a while back and I I was completely able to relate to that yeah that's 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 excellent I I, I absolutely uh, love it and I think that's one of the reasons these conversations must happen and people um, to listen to them because it's a reminder that that what you think exists exists it's there it's available for you. If you're thinking mind can picture it, yep. you can access it for sure, 100. percent And exactly. and one of the one of the things that I wanted to say in a follow up when you said when you when you access what is there when you are in the moment is the oft the more often you do that and the more often you sit with all these very uncomfortable things that you probably have never accessed before, you never looked at your anxiety, you've never looked at your fear and your pain and and things from the past. But when you do that for the first time, and the more often you do that, you feel like you're building, like I always say, it's like kind of like a toolkit that you feel like you're able to go through these things. And the more able you, the more often you're able to do that, the more you're like, okay, if I can sit with this, if I can deal with this, how bad can it really be? And if I can do this right now, I'll be able to do it in the future as well. Not only with tinnitus, but for many other experiences, mostly negative experiences as well, because mm-hmm. positive experience, we are less prone to change, right? Um, exactly. Exactly. So well said. Um, I love it. And and I think it kind of relates to something that I was thinking about earlier and you just reminded me is that um, uh, tinnitus should be a reminder to stop chasing and, and, and to start creating. And the difference is that when we chase, we fatigue ourselves. When we create, we energize ourselves. And this is kind of like the concept of create and attract. Uh, so for example, if you're a photographer and you want your, your pictures to be on the cover of a magazine, you don't go reaching out to magazines to get your picture on the cover. You produce the best pictures and you share them through your channels, through your audience. And eventually somebody finds them and says, Hey, I want your picture on the magazine. And this Um, is the same with tinnitus is that instead of chasing the silence, create the silence. And then you'll notice that what you were chasing in the silence wasn't what you were looking for. Because if you were truly in silent silence, that means that you're fully deaf. If you're yeah. fully deaf, you're hearing nothing. 
you never have silence. In fact, there are there are rooms that the, the most quiet room in the world, when you go into it, people go crazy. The they can't, yeah. yeah, they can't last. Yeah. And you start to hear how your organs are moving, yeah. how your yeah. how your blood is circulating. <laughs> and that starts to freak yeah. people out. Yeah. So you're yeah. never going to experience silence. Yeah. Learn to love the sounds and create the silence or the experience that which is really peace that you're asking for with what you have, then the tinnitus will start to lower down and it will only be there if you need it. That's beautiful, man. Um, yeah. I think that was been, that has been a, a very, very, very valuable um, podcast interview here. I want uh, to ask you one closing question. And this is usually one that, um, or one that I stole from Tim Ferriss and his podcast, because I'm a big Tim Ferriss uh, podcast fan. Um, and uh, Tim always asks at the end of his uh, sessions, he asks, if you could put one sentence up on a billboard and hang it on Times Square, what would it be? Do you have, do you have any... A take on that one. What is what is something that you could really truly say? This is what people should be focusing on, or this is something that I would want to give to the world. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I've I've thought about this one many times, but the one that's coming up for me right now is remember that you are here and now. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It, no matter oh. where you're going, you're always here, and right. no matter what time it is, it's always now. You're always here. And now, and the question there is, what are you going to do with it? The are moment is to, all we ever have. Yeah. yeah. Are we going to run away from it? Are you going to fight it? Or are you going to lean into it? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time, Carl. Um, I want to be linking all of your resources, all of your contact details and so on in the show notes. Um, do you have something in particular that you want to mention to people who are listening to this, where they can find you, where they can access your work? Yeah, you can find me on on all social media platforms at Carl Pauli. Um, you can find me online at freestyleconnection.com. And um, yeah, there you can learn how how to work with me if you want to work with me or learn more just about the things that I'm sharing uh, uh, freely on on podcasts like this or or in other places. Or if you want to dive deeper, there are, there are courses that I teach uh, not only around movement but also around uh, emotional fitness, which applies to uh, a conversation 100%. like the ones that we're having right now. So yeah, thank you uh, for having me and for letting me share. It's been amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much, Carl, for taking the time. I know uh, it's a very busy schedule and you're very early in the morning. I'm going to have dinner now with my wife. It was an extreme pleasure for having you on the show and to have you invest your time. I really sincerely enjoyed it. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast today. Yeah, thank you. My pleasure. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, so I hope that you enjoyed the episode with Carl Paoli, the New York Times bestselling author. You can find um, Carl under the following website. It's called freestyleconnection.com. So check out uh, what Carl does there. Um, you can also find Carl Paoli on Instagram at Carl Paoli. That is Carl, C-A-R-L and Paoli, P-A-O-L-I. Um, so make sure you check out uh, Carl's content because I think it's great and it's amazing what he shares with his community and the approaches that he is taking on living a yeah more fit, stable 
and holistic and happy life as we explained here throughout the podcast and I thought it was very valuable so I want to thank Carl again for uh, taking the time to come onto the show I want to thank you for being on the show being part of the most positive tinnitus community if you are not yet in the Facebook community join us going to facebook.com slash groups slash outring tinnitus and you will get uh, instant access to all the positive content that we share but also you can ask your questions around tinnitus and um, yeah I uh, would sincerely invite you to join us there otherwise as usual I want to recommend you guys the Patreon channel where I make weekly 10 minute tactical videos on how you can start transforming your experience with tinnitus how you can roll from anxiety and despair to really sleeping better concentrating at work enjoying time with your family and friends again not being crippled by tinnitus anxiety or annoyance throughout the day and really start living your best life despite tinnitus so if that's something that you would be interested in then go to patreon.com that's p-a-t-e-r-o-n.com slash outring tinnitus out ring tinnitus and you'll be able to access those videos for as little as nine euros and 99 per month so thank you very much for checking that out if you need some more individual support as I always tell you there are few open spots every month that I have for uh, coaching the people and working one-on-one with you using the principles of acceptance and commitment therapy as well as cognitive behavioral therapy to reframe the way you and your brain perceive tinnitus and not to buy into that habitual reaction so if you're interested in that go to outringtinnitus.com and fill in your application to our program yeah that's all i wish you guys a great time um, as usual if you have any questions send me an email to frida at outringplanetus.com i sincerely wish you all the best um today and always and uh, with much love from berlin i say until the next episode goodbye thank you very much for listening to the outring tinnitus podcast I am looking forward to also welcome you on my website at outringtinnitus.com or if you have any questions, please mail to frida at outringtinnitus.com. See you next time. 